0: Hello there. Welcome to Third Thursday, Lunch and a Divorce Lawyer. I'm your divorce lawyer this month, Attorney Peter Olson, Chicago Family Law Group. We're at FamilyLawChicago.com. This month, I'm going to start a series that we'll do sort of consistently or, or at least come back to just depending on you know if we have a guest or something. But the, the big title is going to be divorce deconstructed okay we're going to deconstruct the different oh what five six seven parts of a divorce case in some depth over the course of the 10 15 minute Facebook live uh, so you can just really understand part by part what's involved in your case or your potential case because um uh, divorce doesn't need to be super complex. And from where I'm sitting, I want you as a prospective client, or just a person who's looking for good information to really understand things and not sort of have your head sort of blown up uh, due to uh, un- you know, just complexity and uncertainty. It doesn't have to be that way. So this week, we're going to talk about preliminary decisions. Okay, Divorce deconstructed, preliminary decisions. I'm going to talk about six of them, sort of raise six questions, sort of answer them. But I mean, we don't really have time to do a super deep dive on each six of the sort of preliminary decisions. But I am assuming for the sake of this video that you're moving forward. Okay. Uh, I'm not looking at sort of what's going on in your marriage or there things you can do there. I'm assuming you need to get out of this relationship you're going to move forward on a dissolution of marriage, and what is the best way forward? Okay, ready. First, should you file immediately? That's the first decision, first question you need to answer. The answer to that, my opinion, in a few situations you absolutely do need to file uh, immediately, and those are: is there domestic violence? Is there a reason you need something in court to? get somebody out of the house and protect your like literal physical safety. Domestic violence is somebody basically cutting you off from kids or even worse sort of like taking off with your kids. Like, you know, I'm running to Mexico with our children. Uh, and then the third box is somebody's just grabbing huge sums of money. You know, they're not just putting gas in the tank, uh, that he or she is entitled to do, sort of, while a divorce case is pending. Rather, you know, you have a uh, bank account with $200,000 in liquid cash or something, and all of a sudden, uh, now you have 10 bucks there, okay? Those are the reasons you need to file immediately, okay? Domestic violence, grab and run with kids, super duper crazy financial, like grabbing money, okay? If you're in those boxes, you got to file like tomorrow, within a week, whatever. Um, If you're not in those boxes, though, I would suggest to you, it's probably a little less urgent than you think it is. That's not to say it's not important. And it's not something that sort of you need to take action on. But it isn't a decision you should rush if you're not in those three boxes. Okay. So first question, should I file immediately? Timing on your filing. Second... Uh, what's my best approach? Okay. For, you know, from where I'm coming from, uh, I think of sort of three broad approaches. Okay. There's basically sort of the keep it out of court as much as you can, sort of an uncontested case, maybe a, a case where you're getting a mediator involved and, uh, much, if not all of the case is just getting handled and now you're all settled without a case being in court, and then you file a case and you do sort of the last formality of a case because a a divorce, a dissolution of marriage does ultimately need to be a judgment in court. So that's one approach, sort of the uncontested, keep it out of court as long as possible. If people are sort of amicable, able to trust and work together, okay? Uh, that's an approach. Is that a good approach for you? Maybe it is often it is if there's a degree of just ability to work together, at least some modicum of trust. Okay. The other extreme would be just out and out full on litigation where, you know, no trust, no ability to work together. Everything needs to kind of be in front of a judge. Okay. Uh, so sort of keep it out of court as long as possible, you know, frankly, litigate a ton of stuff because there just isn't trust. Um, and then sort of a middle ground, a lot of cases more than you think are, are in the middle ground where negotiations happen, uh, progress happens, but um, for certain issues, you know, some near, you know, maybe, maybe there's just a few issues, maybe there's several you need some court structure or you need a judge to weigh in on like three big things to help you kind of get across the finish line. So think about what the best approach is for you because you really need to have that in your head before you're filing your case, okay? So when do you file your case? What's the best approach for you? Third decision, third question. Do you move out of the marital residence, okay? That's a tough one and very tough to answer in kind of two minutes. Here's where I'll go with an answer. If you have children, it's very important that before you move out of the marital residence, you make sure that parenting time is structured and court-ordered if you have a concern that other parents are going to kind of push you out of the kids' lives. So um, sometimes that means stay in the marital residence, maybe a month or two longer than you would have liked to, but oftentimes another way to resolve that is just, just get a temporary parenting time order entered immediately so that then now you have court ordered parenting time. Now you get out of the home, okay? Uh, If there are no children, it's kind of a non-issue and I would do what's best for you. Even if you have children, I'll tell you the longer uh, I move, the longer the more I practice kind of sometimes contentious family law. You, the the stress of living with a spouse while you're going through a divorce has a very high high price on your physical and kind of mental health. So really think of that. Um, this is an area where I think my perspective has changed over time. Where Several years ago, I probably said, hey, if you have the ability to kind of live together for six months while your case is going on, it does save you a lot of money from, you know, funding two separate households. But I'll tell you, the longer I go down the road, uh, you know, paying another uh, a rent or mortgage is probably cheaper than the horrific price that you might pay sort of physically, mentally, And your children might pay if they're in the middle of this just high conflict, you know, right? Unless you got the hugest house in the world, right? I mean, you may have a nice three, four bedroom home, but there ain't that much room if you're in a high conflict situation with a uh, spouse. So think about, you know, do you or don't you move out of your home uh, immediately? Ready? Okay. Fourth preliminary decision is there a ground or a reason needed to file for divorce? Interestingly, the only really what we call a ground or a a non-legal term would be a reason or a basis for filing divorce. The only basis or reason you need to file for divorce these days is uh, living separate and apart from your spouse for six months. That's it in Illinois. So uh, you know, nobody, need, don't we need to be uh, hiring private investigators to, you know, follow people to their, you know, meetings with the with the new new guy or the new woman or, or, or finding drug abuse because just reality is the last three or four years, I'm forgetting when the law changed, but, you know, fairly recently, it's only really that six-month waiting period. There are no other grounds or reasons for divorce, in fact, any longer. In, uh, in Illinois. So that's the only reason or basis you need is that six month period of separation can be separate houses, can be lack of physical intimacy, uh, things like that. So should you file immediately? What's the best approach to taking your divorce? Should you move out of the marital residence? Fourth question or preliminary decision Uh, do you need a reason or a ground to get divorced? Five, ready? Are you ready to hire a lawyer? Are you, meaning you, prospective client? Here's what I mean by that. Um, Are you organized with things such as uh, access to financial documents, bank statements, investment portfolios, just a the normal things, right, that are involved in sort of family finances. Do You have access to that stuff. Yeah, you, you know, can you get your Vanguard account? Can you get pay stubs? Can you get your, your checking accounts? Can you get your retirement plan statements, etc.? The basics of, I'm just going to call it a middle-class American family. You have access to that stuff. And you have access to your child-related stuff, maybe medical records, maybe school records, things like that. But Here's my point is if you have none of that stuff, get that stuff together before you hire your lawyer, or there's kind of going to be some churn and wasteful time. And frankly, you're probably paying your lawyer for stuff before you're really ready to really move. Cause I need some of those things to really know how to start the case properly. Um, I, I, I use this phrase. I got this from a law school professor once. There's no such thing as lawyer magic, okay? What a lawyer, what a good attorney is going to give you is real thoroughness, understanding of the law, kind of strategic thinking on how to approach your case, okay? But all of those good skills that I know we bring to the table, I know I bring to the table, they don't do that much unless they are meshed together with the facts of your specific case, right? I can't talk about a great strategy because, you know, I need the facts of your situation sort of applied within the strategic thinking and kind of legal advice I'm going to give you. So that's just the nugget there. Are you ready to hire a lawyer? And that's what I just mean. Do you have your information? Let's just call it that. Do you have your information gathered and ready to go to provide to me as your attorney, okay? And then final preliminary decision, do you know how to hire a lawyer? Sounds easy, but it's more difficult, or let's say it should be more difficult and you should be more discerning about your divorce lawyer hire than like your coffee order at Starbucks, okay? Here's what I mean. Here's, here's bar number one is, you know, your attorney needs to be focused and narrow in what he or she does as an attorney. If you're hiring a divorce lawyer, you know, anybody in this day and age at a minimum, right. You should be able to go to a website and see, Hey, Chicago family law group. We do, you know, divorce and child custody cases, maybe a couple adoptions a year, right. That's our circle. If you're, if you're, if your attorney needs to get over that hurdle, the, the focused sort of specialization hurdle, if you're going to the website and you're seeing your divorce lawyer, who's also doing, you know, bankruptcy, real estate closings, trusts and estates and small business law, that's not the right lawyer for you. So how do you hire a good divorce lawyer? First hurdle is kind of that focused specialization that's divorce law or any law right you can't have a generalist okay now once you go underneath that look um different there's a lot of right personality issues and things like that where somebody's super competent but maybe you know your your personalities don't mix you know um they're you might have the best chocolate ice cream in the world but if you like strawberry that great chocolate ice cream is not gonna you know make you as happy as the great strawberry ice cream same really works with divorce lawyers and so i think my point on that really is i'm always amazed and my encouragement to people is you know you got to do a couple consultations at least right it can't be like you get served on a divorce case from your husband and wife you make one phone call maybe a 15, 30 minute call. And now you're paying $5,000 to hire this person. I mean, meet a couple people, right? Find that group of three focused family law attorneys sort of in your general geographic area. Do one to three, two to three consultations. And then, you know, then you're much more prepared. So, I mean, those are just my couple nuggets on the how to, right? Find the focused, specialized person And don't just, you know, go with the first caller because, um, you know, you want that fit. You want the expertise, but you also want kind of that personality style fit, okay? So I'm wrapping here. What are the six important preliminary decisions you need to really kind of think about, answer before you file for divorce ready? When do you file? Should you file immediately? What's your best approach? in your case, three, do you move out of the marital residence immediately or wait? Do you need a ground or a reason to file for divorce? Number five, are you ready and organized enough to hire a lawyer? And then finally, do you know how to hire a lawyer? Okay. I'm going to leave it there. I look forward to serving you again. I'm attorney Peter Olson, Chicago Family Law Group, um check us out again happy to do a one of those one of those consultations with you we're at familylawchicago.com toss us your comments or questions I look forward to serving you